Gather round, take a seat, relax. It's the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton, right here on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afton of Linksfield Show. It is a privilege to be here with you on this day, the day after Shavuot, the 8th of Sivan and the 7th of June. Hopefully you had a beautiful Chag, a 72-hour marathon of hopefully positive experiences, enlightening experiences, learning experiences. If you've been listening to the show for the last few minutes, you heard this song, a great song. It's called The Man of Vilna, originally by Evie Rothenberg and sung by Sholem and Yankee Lemmer. And I chose that song today really to set the tone. The idea that we also explored in our community over Shavuot, one of the themes was thriving in times of challenges. In other words, not only surviving, but thriving, finding ways to thrive. And I do believe it's one of the great challenges um, that we're facing as we speak for many of us, finding ways to thrive in a world that seems to be very different than the world we knew. And not all of us, you know, have yet found or dug deep enough to find the agility and the resilience and the flexibility to adjust to this world. Unfortunately, so many people are really, really struggling. Um, If I would go so far to say collapsing from the strain of navigating this world, young people, older people. Um, it's what I'm facing in seeing so many people reaching out. And fundamentally, it's the same issue manifesting in a, a million different unfortunate ways. But they all boil down to the same thing, is that the frozen, the inability to make choices in a world that seems to have changed the laws of the game. The analogy I was thinking is you're you're playing a soccer game and suddenly you've been playing and playing and you're you're a pro at it and suddenly you find out one day in the middle of the game that all the rules have changed and you have to keep on playing. It's not as if everyone's going to take you off the court and going to spend some time with you teaching the game and then letting you practice this new rules of the game. No, the game has totally changed and you're expected to keep on staying on the field. And that's what it feels like for many of us. It's We're playing the field, we're playing our game, we're living our lives with its peckle, with its package, with its blessings, with its challenges, and suddenly the world throws you an entirely different game, but you don't get a chance to go off offline, off the court, and recalibrate and figure out, okay, what's the new rules of the game? Nobody knows the rules of the game. Obviously, the basic rules of life are applicable as ever, but nevertheless, we're being called upon to use muscles that we maybe never used before. I shared um, one of my shirim, I was telling them, you know, you, you go to physio, you go to a trainer, and slowly, uh, suddenly they're starting to activate muscles you didn't even know existed. and. You know, you, you lived your life using certain muscles or certain you know, you know, certain ways of navigating this world physically, and suddenly you realize there's a whole different set that maybe was never activated for whatever reason. 
And so too it's with life. You, based on the circumstances of your life, based on nature and nurture, you end up activating certain parts of yourself. And then new circumstances get thrown your way. And you don't, the muscles you were using till now are not working or they're not really helping you. So the skills that you used until now are not good enough for now. And instead of digging deep and saying, okay, which other muscles do I have? What else do I have in my arsenal? What else do I have within me? Because the famous principle, God only gives us struggles we can challenge with, is the idea that he gives us the tools to navigate our challenges. So maybe I never used that tool in the toolbox, but it's there. But instead of that, many of us are just saying, gosh, this is overwhelming. I can't do this. I'm feeling so broken by all the, you know, being pushed in a million different directions. This is a world I can't make sense of. So my anxiety will peak. My stress levels will peak. My uh, anger will manifest more than ever. I'll just act like a, uh, not act, but will literally melt down, which unfortunately is, is happening so much so much around us obviously in its most extreme it's manifesting in suicide and attempted suicide but beyond that in other words maybe not going to that extreme but not that far in the darkness is many people literally battling every single day just to make sense of this world and how to navigate and, and to get through a day and i believe that's the call of the hour is to dig deep and start activating different muscles. So for example, maybe we never needed to be as agile and flexible. Maybe we never had to be as forgiving. Maybe we we never had to be as flexible with our dreams and our hopes. Maybe we were never as flexible in what we expect of our children. Maybe, maybe we never thought about certain concepts like faith and trust deep enough. Maybe optimism was just something that was a nice motivational thought, but we never had to dig deep and uncover what it means to be an optimist, etc. There's so many other areas, but whatever it is that we have not activated, the first and most important idea is to believe that it's there. In other words, the, the greatest message you can tell somebody who's going through a hard time is that you have it within you. You have it within you to navigate your life. Now, sometimes when we, when we want to help somebody, the message that we do by helping them unintendedly is we're telling them, I could help you with your life, you can't help yourself. But true help is where it's not about you at all, the helper but rather you're empowering the person or rather finding their own empowerment to believe I can do this. Often people come for advice and people sit with you and they'll, you know, they'll share their lives and every part of you is tempting to sit there giving them advice. And sometimes they'll ask for it. But the majority of the time, the greatest thing you could do other than listen with empathy 
is to subtly give over or not so subtly give over the message. This is tough, but you can do it. You're made of tough stuff. You're capable. I've seen you go through so much harder. I know it's within you. That's the message we all need to hear. We need to believe that we can navigate our lives, and I believe we each can. Whatever challenges each and every one of us Hashem designed for us, we can navigate. And on that theme, I want to play another song. It's only been out there in the market for the last few months. Also by the same writer, A.B. Rothenberg. Um, but it's a uh, newer song. It's called From the Ashes, sung uh, with A.B. Rothenberg and the Maccabees. It's a magnificent song. This is 101.9 Chai FM. They staggered to freedom, more dead than alive Flesh barely hiding, the bones underneath Broken and battered, their eyes told the tale Of shattered souls, anguish and grief But then they started selling sugar cubes Or anything they could find Making trades, taking chances at unproven skills each penny slowly earned, invested and saved, their form of revenge to rebuild. They rose from the ashes and relit their matches to kindle a fire that somehow grew stronger. They suffered in silence, it lived in defiance, never forgetting their mothers and fathers how did they lift themselves from the dust and build this world they created for us with all that was theirs vanished and gone where did they find the will to go Their matches to kindle the fire. 
but somehow grew stronger. They suffered in silence, yet lived in defiance, never forgetting their mothers and fathers. How did they lift themselves from the dust and build this world they created for us? With all that was theirs, vanished and gone, where did they find? The will to go on While some stood in silence To comfort in blindness There is no denying Crimes that took place They were witnessed by millions Forever instilled in a narrative That can't be erased And we'll pass this torch From father to son And through the ages We'll always live on Events that occurred Will always remain collective memory unchanged How did they lift lift themselves up from the dust How did they lift lift themselves up from the dust was founded, faith etched in our hearts by a voice from on high. It was witnessed by millions, forever instilled in our narrative, to last for all time. And this torch was passed from father to son, and through the ages has always lived on in the face of Finds us has never gone out. The flame that defines us will never go out. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afton of Linksfield Show, and here we are. That was From the Ashes of Journeys, Volume 5, the most recent CD. Powerful song, the ability to rise from the ashes, the ability to build. And I've shared this on the show quite a few times, um, that over the last few years, digging into my own story, digging into my parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and what they went through has offered me an incredible amount of strength. You know, often people say, go back, see what people went through 100 years ago, and you'll appreciate what you have now. 
I hear that. For me, that's not why I dig into the past. It's not about appreciating what I have now. It's rather about digging into the past to see how people were resilient then. To ask myself what kept them going so that I could find out for myself what can I learn from them. You know, humanity for most of history lived in a slugfest. And that's what life was. It was just slugging through life and obviously finding a way to thrive in it. I think that in the second half of the 20th century, in the beginning of the 21st century, not for everybody, but for a big majority of the Western world, um, there was a certain respite from that hecticness. There was obviously challenges. But it's only in the last few years that we were reintroduced to um, all-encompassing challenges and things that are affecting each and every one of us. And I'm not into comparison which challenge was harder, this and that. For me, it's an irrelevant conversation. The point is that it's, it's a different kind of challenge than what m most of us are used to. And that's why I said earlier that we're being called upon to activate muscles that not necessarily were we called upon before. And the question we have to ask ourselves is, do I believe I'm capable? Do I believe that I can do this? That really is one of the greatest questions. Um, the greatest answers we can offer because the moment we say I can do this I'm capable I'm big enough for this katana as they say in Hebrew this thing is small compared to my strength no matter what the challenge I'm bigger than that it's at that moment that we can thrive we can thrive um, the moment we realize that yes life is full of challenges and life is hard at times and it's not a walk in the park, and it's not, you know, two plus two equals four, the way many of us try to raise our, were raised or raised our kids. You go to school, you do well, you get, a, you get good marks, um, you exercise, that equals good job, um, lovely relationship, um, healthy children, um, future safe, and emigrate to the perfect place on earth. Um, God knows where that is, and then you put all the equations in, and now you will produce an unbelievable, successful life. If it worked a few decades ago, I don't know, but definitely today it doesn't work like that. Life is not a mathematical equation, although many of us want it to be. In other words, we crave for this certainty that if only I do this, if only I emigrate to Canada and save X amount of money, I'll be able to keep my spouse happy and I'll be able to raise my kids well and I'll take them to, to shul twice a year and that will give them enough of a Jewish identity and they'll want to continue the legacy and everything is just perfect and systemized. As they say in Yiddish, it's a hole in the head. It doesn't work that way. Obviously, we have to do our efforts, but this expectation that life is just a simple mathematical equation and that you can have everything is... A few years ago, I would say it's a nice fantasy. Today, I would say it's a dangerous fantasy because then it sets up an expectation that we can only disappoint. But when a person says, okay, I cannot get everything, but I will fight for the things that are the most important to me, my identity, my emotional, mental, physical health, my spirituality, whatever it is that you prioritize in your life, and then you fight for that, and hopefully you have a chance of getting those things right. Um, 
But even then, Hashem runs this world, God runs this world, and He has a plan. And we have to do the best we can, but ultimately be flexible enough to realize what is His plan? What does He want from us? You know, I remember one time watching a video where they asked the late Chief Rabbi Jonathan Sachs from England, they asked him if, if he was able to ask God one question, what would it be? And, you know, chances are you're, you expect his question to be, why do good people suffer? That wasn't what he said. He said, if I could ask God one question, it would be, God, what do you want of me? In other words, why was I placed into this world? How can I serve my purpose? What can I do to truly play my part? What is my part? How do I know what exactly I'm supposed to be doing, where my priorities are supposed to lay? I think that was a brilliant answer. God, what do you want of me? In other words, that's really the question that we ask. Instead of saying, what do I want out of God? God, what do you want out of me? Why am I here? I maybe want a perfect life. I want everything to be fantastic. I want perfect health, perfect emotional health, um, balance, um, nachas from the kids. My kids just go exactly the way I want them to go. They should be um, only slightly challenged, but not too challenged. They should have social skills. Everything should just work, right? The picture perfect life. But that's a question of what I want of life, rather than asking Hashem, what do you want of me? Why did you place me here? What's my purpose? You took a soul, a perfect soul that was in heaven, and you took this soul and put it into a body, my body. Why? If you were aiming for perfection, obviously you had perfection in heaven. So that's not why you put me here. You gave me a very complicated body. When I mean body, I don't only mean the physique, I mean the physiological as well, the mental, the emotional. You gave, the, you gave me an entire personality. What would you like me to do with it, God? You took a perfect soul and you gave it into a very complex being. The human being is by far the most complex organism on the planet. Incredible goodness, incre incredible potential for evil, selfishness and selflessness and, and incredible paradoxes that make up the very fabric of the human condition. God, what did you put me in this for? Because perfection I'm not going to achieve in this world, although some people think they can. I'm, I'm not a robot, God. You gave me a personality. You gave me temptation. You gave me things that I'm more interested in, things that I'm less interested in, right? Nobody is equally passionate about every single area of their life. We're all different and we're all unique. So God, what do you want me to do with this? And the answer, at least on a very high level is, to take the package you were given and do the best within those circumstances, fight every day, use your talents, overcome your challenges, and then fight again the next day. Obviously, it's a very high level idea, but the point is, it's very different and very personal to each and every one of us, and it's our challenge, and that's what we're here for. We're here to not achieve perfection. We're not here to live in you know, the, the perfect dream life, I mean, if you do and it worked out for you, mazel tov, lucky you, 10 points. But the majority of people will not have that picture-perfect life. They'll have a life that has a, a lot of sore points, a lot of triggers, a lot of uh, pain, a lot of dreams that have not materialized, a lot of anger, or rather things that can generate anger. And 
if we can dig deep into ourselves and believe that God, just like he gave to every human being that's ever faced the earth, has given us not only the challenges, but he's also given us a toolbox, or maybe even a full tool shed, with every tool that we need to navigate our challenges. Sometimes we might need help with that tool. We'll go to the advice of somebody that's wiser. We'll bounce it off somebody close to us. We'll think about it. We'll reach out for help. But the point is, even that's part of the toolbox, the ability to reach out, the ability to have that relationship um, with people so that they can help us on this journey. We all have it within us. For me, that's really the message of this show. That's really what I, I wish, I hope, I could bring across in this segment is we're stronger than we think. Just because we haven't used a muscle doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means we haven't activated yet. Just because we never, you know, we, we like boxing ourselves. So we maybe say, I'm inflexible. I'm never the kind of person that can be agile. Um, I, I am one track minded. I am this, I am that. Well, maybe if we didn't box ourselves and maybe we realize that maybe that box is just one part of our personality, but there's a lot of other boxes that we can fit into depending on the circumstance and depending on what we're called upon. The human being, as we said earlier, is the most complex organism on earth and that comes with downsides, but it comes with incredible uh, upsides. And the biggest upside is you cannot box it. You cannot say this is what the person is. That's all you're capable of. You're so much more. I remember hearing the analogy, I think I've shared it years ago on the show, of seeing the human being as, a, as the globe. And just like the globe, it took a long time for humanity to discover it, at least the Western humanity, you know, not going into that whole debate. But obviously there were people living in different parts of the earth, but most people didn't know about anybody else. If you were living in the Americas a thousand years ago, you knew nothing about the Europeans, likewise vice versa, likewise with Australia, likewise with the Far East, likewise with, even with Africa. And, you, you know, civilization started off in small pockets and slowly but surely expanded. And the analogy goes that so too is the human being. You live in a small pocket, but, you know, in, for the sake of the historical, just like the, at that time, a big part of humanity lived in the Fertile Crescent in Mesopotamia, in the Middle East. And slowly but surely, they start branching out. They start branching out north into Europe and east into Asia and south into Africa etc. And they're slowly but surely expanding their horizons and discovering that what they thought the world was, it's so much bigger. And then they go into the oceans, they discover the Atlantic and the Pacific. And that opens up huge, you know, new vistas. And it's so too with us. We think that we know ourselves, but the truth is we've only explored a small part, you know. I'll give you an example. You grew up in South Africa. You went through a unique school. You were taught a certain value system. You were taught certain priorities. So based on that, you formed your life. And you think that that's you. But the truth is, had you been born in, I don't know, India, in a very different set of circumstances, you would uncover within yourself that there's a whole different part of yourself. But it was never called upon because you're not living in India. You're living in Africa. You're not living in the, in the Americas. You're not living in Peru. The point is, Circumstances and choices activate just a small part of us. 
And sometimes that's enough. Fine, you want to live in a small little narrow universe and convince yourself that's your whole globe. Mazel tov, go ahead. But then there's times like now, times that test man's spirit, that a person has to say, okay, which other continents do I have? Which other countries do I have? Which other civilizations do I have? Which other strengths do I have? Which other tools do I have? Because we are so much broader than we ever give ourselves credit to. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avtson of Linksfield Shul. This is the Fabringen every Tuesday from 1 to 2 in the afternoon. Thank you for joining us. For those who've been with us throughout the show, thanks for staying with us. We just came out of Shavuot, the holiday that we commemorate the time that God gave the biggest revelation that will ever be when he showed up at Sinai and taught the Ten Commandments to the nation, truth is to all of humanity, and changed the course of history in that powerful moment over 3,000 years ago. And it was on that holiday that we we commemorate an event in which God not only brought himself down into this world, but also taught us that we can uplift ourselves and the world to him. What God showed us, not only what he's capable of, which obviously is redundant, it's unnecessary, but he more than that, he showed us what we're capable of, that we can all climb a mountain, we can all hear the word of God, we can all truly transform life. And I believe that's really the message that we can all hear over and over and over. You want to hear it from a motivational course with pleasure, go hear it wherever you can. But as long as the idea penetrates within us, and that is, you literally are huge. You are godly. Each and every one of us is a piece of divinity in this world. And by definition, what it means to have a piece of divinity is that you're infinite. You could do things that are infinite. You could do things that transcend your own imagination of what you're capable of. You can create miracles. And maybe you cannot create miracles like making a sea split or plagues raining from the sky. But you could create a much more consequential miracle, and that is the miracle of your own transcendence, the miracle of your own growth, the miracle of you shocking yourself by saying, wow, till now maybe I was an angry character. But now, miracle of miracles, I've decided to become calmer, softer, more gentle, more forgiving. Imagine a miracle where suddenly somebody who's a farivaldika type, somebody who just gets angry and bitter at everybody, suddenly changes their colors one day and says, you know what, I'm done. I'm done feeling entitled. I'm done resenting. I'm done expecting. I don't expect anything from anybody. I'm grateful for what I have. Could you imagine? I believe that's a greater miracle than the splitting of the sea. When we transcend our own nature, when we dig deep and say, I am not going to be defined by my mistakes. I'm not going to be defined by what I thought was my nature. And I'll be bigger. I'll be bigger. I'll shock myself. I'll create a miracle, because that's truly what a miracle is. A miracle is when you burst through the laws of nature. Teva, nature. It's the way the world runs day to day. Each, the world has a nature, and each one of us has a nature. So the world has a nature, the sun rises in the, you know, the east and sets in the west, and 
there's seasons and uh, I mean recently in South Africa it feels like the seasons are one bit chalampat but yeah on the most part there's seasons there's days there's night there's growth there's the way of life as long as you don't interfere with it life has a beautiful cycle that's nature a miracle is when something goes against nature where water that naturally goes in the direction of gravity suddenly doesn't like the splitting of the sea where the water just stood up um, where things that are not supposed to happen happen small small group of people can win over a mighty army things that defy the laws of of nature and the same thing with us we all have our nature right we all have our personality and that becomes the law of our nature so if you're the kind of person that let's say is um, short fused so here's your nature your nature is somebody walks over to you and you know cuts you off on the road and suddenly your cheeks turn red and your nose flares and you start uh, cursing under your breath and how dare that person and who do they think they are and look what's happened to the roads and blah 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 right that's uh, that and everyone who drives with you in the car pretty much expects that reaction because that's what you do you're the kind of person that gets flipped off in just a moment all you need is one person how dare they or the school calls you and says you know, we have a we have an issue with Jackie. No, it's not Jack's fault. It's the teacher's fault. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is that you know, you become so predictable. Imagine you can just make a miracle and don't be so predictable because nature is predictable. That's the definition of nature: predictable. And I'm not anti-routine. This is not about against routine. If it's a good routine, if you if you're having great routines, then keep them. But we all have parts of ourselves that are not good routines, like we routine, routinely get jealous or routinely get offended or routinely feel, you know, hatred towards people or entitled or whatever it is. Or we routinely get triggered by our spouse. And that's the kind of thing that say, get out of your routine, make a miracle. The word miracle in Hebrew, nes, also means lihitnoses, to go up to stand up, to rise higher. That's really what a miracle is. A miracle is when you suddenly stop the natural flow and you say, one second, I could be bigger than this. I am not that predictable. I am not so um, robotic. It's not as if you touch me this way and I, I react this way. No, I'll surprise myself. I will not act that way, even though my nature may be pulling me in that direction and nature of habit, the power of habit and the, the, the pathways within my brain that have been nurtured so many times falling into the same trap that it seems like this is the only way I know how to navigate and suddenly say no, no, I can navigate life differently. I am not that predictable. I'm bigger. This is 101.9, Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avton on 101.9, Chai FM. This is 101.9, Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avton. And here we are coming to the end of a show. We're going to play another piece of music to end the show in just a moment. So here we are, just after the Chag of Shavuot coming into exam season and hopefully a bit of a break that comes next month 
And my prayer to each and every one of us is that, please God, God should bless us with easier times and God should show us how strong we really are. And we should be able to believe it and then act upon it to truly surprise ourselves day in and day out by the incredible resilience, agility, and faith that we have. The human being is created half animal, half angel. And the animal part of ourselves, we all know. But the half angel part, I don't know if all of us know. So let's get to know it a bit more. That part of us that's transcendent, that part of us that's pure, that part of us that is divine, that's part of us that can make miracles, that can transcend our nature. That part of us that makes us love ourselves and when we see it in others, love them. That innocent, untarnishable part. We all have it. It's within us. We're all created in God's image. And each and every one of us will find it in different ways. But as long as we don't stop looking, we'll be fine. As long as we believe that we can do it, we will. So my wishes to all of us is lots of strength and lots of faith in ourselves. Because as great as it is to believe in God, it's even greater to believe that God believes in you. If you could see yourself through God's eyes, you can truly transcend. I finish off with this piece of music, also came out recently. It's called Roller Coaster by Mordechai Shapiro. Thank you to the whole Chai FM team. Thank you, Craig. God bless you all. Have a great week. Chai FM, your station of choice since 2008. Nothing to scare away the fright. 